and welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us, Pop Stars. This week's episode is sponsored by Partners at Most Deathly and Shady LLP. They can get you out of trouble you shouldn't even be in. And if they can't, then they always have a plan B. Hit them up at 1-800-NO-2-TIME or mdlslegal.org. I wanted to go to law school. I think I would have been a pretty good lawyer. You would have been an amazing lawyer, Eddie. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Law school's still my plan B, but you know, uh, my mama told me you don't go to school, law school to be a broke-ass lawyer. Especially, <laughs> especially since I had Ivy League law school dreams, you know? She's like, oh, hell no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> God, um, but this week, uh, we hop on the partner track, the new Netflix legal drama starring Arden Show as Ingrid Yang, an idealistic, idealistic lawyer who begins to realize that her dream of what it would be like to be on a partner track doesn't quite match the reality, which causes her to question whether the sacrifices and compromise are too high of a price to pay. So, Tammy, what did you think of partner track? Did it climb the corporate ladder to success, or was it an HR nightmare? <laughs> Um, I mean, we'll get into it, but uh, I will just say like my overall view is I like the concept. Uh, I think that the idea of the show was really, really good. I did like the idea of the show, but the acting is what ultimately kills the series for me. And we'll get into exactly what I mean by that. But um, I will say the show as a whole it was a great concept. I really enjoyed it, but there were just certain elements of the show that just kind of, there was a lot lacking in um, different areas that ultimately led to not, it not being as great as it could have been. What about you? Um, I, it wasn't a runaway success for me, but I wouldn't quite report them to HR. Um, there are glows and there are grows. Um, so, glows and grows. <laughs> uh, I, it, and like you said, so we can just get there. First of all, I, I love seeing Art and Cho um, in a leading role. Um, I, I loved her since Teen Wolf and I loved the character on Teen Wolf. I may have been one of the few who actually liked her character. Um, but, and I was also glad to see, you know, I, I'm all about representation. So I, I was glad to see a show with an Asian meat. So I do agree with you. The concept of the show is great. Um, I love that. Um, I don't think the acting was just horrible, but I think that um, some of the storylines because of the chemistry were unbelievable or left a lot to be desired. They were lacking. And I think, the chemistry um, is what made it lacking. I remember you texting me at one point and you're like, oh God, the chemistry. So if it was a chemistry test, I think for certain characters, they definitely would have failed. I, I agree with you on that. Um, so I guess we should get into it. The, the chemistry was lacking, I think, between her and two of the love, her, her love interest. What about you? Um, I'm going to say that I think the chemistry, I, I do not find Arden Cho to be a great actress. I don't consider her to be a good actress. I am one of those people that did not like her character on Teen Wolf. So when she slowly started to disappear from the show, there was like no miss for me. <laughs> like it, it, the show just kept flowing for me. Like I didn't see something missing because her character was no longer there. Um, and this show, I just, she was not believable in the role. The, like I keep saying, the concept was great, but her in the role was not believable. She never sold the idea of her being this young, amazing um, lawyer who's trying to get ahead. And she was like, just absolutely like on fire. And she was fierce and, you know, power attorney kind of thing. Like I never, ever believed that. Um, and it, it does go back also to chemistry because I didn't consider her acting to be that great throughout the whole entire series. I think she was one of the weak points. Uh, she didn't have chemistry except for with one person. I saw it towards the end. I definitely caught a whiff 
of chemistry at the end. And that was between her and Z-Min. Um, there was just, I, I, I finally saw like a vibe between her and um, another character was kind of like them working off each other. But then I start thinking, is it because Z-Min was just good at it? Or so he kind of carried her well um, because her other two weren't the greatest actors either. But um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I kind of like went on a little yeah. bit of a rant when it comes to Arden Cho. But I, I just, they could have chosen somebody better. Like, I feel like anybody could have done that role and done it justice. And I think that the show would have been way more successful, but she couldn't carry the show for me. She did not have it at all for me. Um, I, I, I don't think, obviously, I don't think she's, um, a horrible actress. I, I, now don't get me wrong. This is an award-winning show, or I wouldn't just sign her up for an Emmy. Um, but there were there were scenes where I think she was a little bit too stiff, where she played that tight upper lip conservative role a little too well, or you know where it was just too stiff. So there are some scenes, even when she was by herself, I will grant that. Um, I'm not going to say they were believable. I think that she could have shown a little bit more emotion. So, you know, me like wanting to actually get into the business and break in behind the scenes. I'm like, okay, uh, did the director call for this? Like, you know, so I was just trying to break down certain things from, from different angles where I was like, okay, I get that you're that, that, that lawyer. Um, I get that you, um, how do I say this? I guess, they played the, the the stereotype of the cold, unfeeling, unemotional Asian a little too close to the vest. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. So, um, and, and and I was like, eh, like there were scenes that she needed a little bit more emotion. I actually, I like the actors who played her love interest. I just didn't like, I don't, I'm not going to say I didn't like them in this. I just, I don't know what it was. Like, they weren't it wasn't believable with any with either of them. I think Nick. I think I. I think Nick was the was maybe a right guy at the moment, but the wrong time. Like I. I really would have loved it to see it. It all switched around. Like if Nick had come in at the end, um, because it's like I don't know that they ever gave him a real shot. Um, like. And, and just the way their whole relationship played out, like she told everyone, she's supposed to be a lawyer, this great uh, negotiator, but she couldn't, she couldn't communicate with the person in her life. She told everyone but Nick that she thought their relationship was moving too fast, you know? So all the things she should have been communicating to him, she communicated to everyone else but him. And then she was always lying to him, uh, which I was just like, this relationship is doomed for him to start. So it's like, I understand everyone in your life is not the one, but I would have liked to see like what natural problems they would have had if it, if she weren't getting her own way in that relationship. So I actually liked Nick. I just think it would have been better if he would have maybe come along at the end. And um, I also think it would have made the, the love triangle more believable um, if there was a, if there was a balance, I guess. Um, Cause I didn't believe the whole thing with her and Murphy. Like Murphy was cute. The British accent, you know, there's there's nothing sexier than a man with an accent. Um, I'm crazy about boys, men with accents. But I think her best friend Tyler had it right. Murphy was always the fuckiest of fuck boys. Like that's all he was, was a fuck boy from beginning to end. And him coming along, like, was it supposed to be cute about him not remembering that they had this very hot, passionate night? Um, at this wedding six years ago like was that supposed to be cute or endearing or you know like I don't get that to me that was a what about um yeah so (laughs) what I'm gonna say about uh Dominic Sherwood who played um Jeff Murphy is that I don't find him to be sexy or even cute I agree with you that a man with an accent is really cute. And I felt like that's what they lived on. They lived on this 
you know, he's supposed to be, you're supposed to look at him and think he's so sexy because he has an accent, because he's British, because he's from London. And I never got that. And I also didn't get their history. Like it was more her saying what the history was or what she remembered it to be because he played her from the jump. (laughs) It was her saying what the chemistry was from them meeting rather than us actually seeing this whole meat cube that um, she was trying to put out there and how hot it was. Because I never got this whole thing of he was the one for her. And it's just that, you know, it was like a one night thing, but the chemistry was there on both sides. I looked at it kind of as in he was playing with her majority of the show. It, it Like, I, I agree with you on what Tyler said. He was a fuck boy. And, and she never wanted to acknowledge that he was a fuck boy. Like, he was playing you like he thought it was cute to make you feel like he didn't remember you. And then you got upset. And then when you kind of was bragging about your new boyfriend, Nick, or the new guy you like, then all of a sudden he throws out, oh, I did remember you. But, you know, it's just like I was new and, you know, I just didn't know if you like kind of like making it seem like, you know, I didn't mean to. It just kind of came out that way. And then I had to go with it. And I'm just like, and she fell for it. And I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you really are falling for this dude's lies. And I'm just like, it got to be the accent. Like all I kept saying is like, it's got to be the accent. Like he can lie. But as long as he sounds like that, It's fantastic. And so, like, I never fell for this idea that her and Murphy was endgame. Yeah. I never, I never got it. I never got the endgame thing. Um, What I will say is with Nick, um, I I agree with you. I think Nick was a great guy. Um, I hate the, I hate what she did to him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was just so shady. But then to find out what she did with all her other people in her life, it was just, you know, true to course. But um, I think Nick was a great guy. And if she had just told him that she wanted to slow down, I feel like you can slow down. She assumed, like, it was kind of like off of conversations that she had with him. It was like she was assuming where he was. Oh, he wants to go through this because ever since his mom died, you know, that's the reason why he's rushing through things. But you never had a conversation about if he could slow down. So y'all can start to get to know each other more. You just kind of like moved into him, you know, unofficially. And then you said yes to him when he proposed to you with that amazing ring, just because you didn't want to say no. And then you cheated on him. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't unbelievable. The thing with Nick is, he wasn't someone who was hard to talk to. He always had her back. He was very supportive. And the whole thing about moving in, um, I get it. He, you know, he, he wanted, it was fast, but it wasn't like he just asked her to move in randomly. It was because her sister blew up her apartment and we'll talk about the sister in a bit. But, um, you know, so it's like, okay, you both knew it was temporary. Even after he proposed, or even before then, you felt like, hey, it was moving too fast. So even before he got to the proposal, when you saw the ring, when you stumbled across the ring in the drawer, you kind of had an idea where it was going. Great time to have a conversation about slowing down. Like everything she should have said to him, she said to everyone but him. And I agree with you about uh, Murphy. Um, The the blue eyes, the sexy, like I've never just been, I'm with you. I never thought Dominic Sherwood was just this, Hunk, hunk. but he he is attractive um in this to rugged, you yeah in this rugged <laughs> a lot of people think he's attractive but I'm, I'm, I'm sure they do but I'm just saying that for this podcast he's attractive to you because I've never mm-hmm. found him attractive even yeah. when he was in uh shadow hunters yeah so but it was like you know it's the blue eyes or whatever but I get it um but I I agree this is one of the times where they definitely could have taken an episode or a scene or a few scenes um, to make us understand what the attraction was. What is it that made her ignore all the fuckery? Um, what was it about this one night uh, at a one drunken night at a wedding where like, was the sex even that good or were you just drunk? Did you have wedding <laughs> vibes? Like really, like, was it a combination of the pheromones or the hormones from the wedding and being like, ah, la, 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 
and then the good liquor and then you know him liking your speech you know how weddings make most people I despise weddings so I wouldn't know but <laughs> um but you know so it's just like why what was it I, I I needed something to make me believe that he was the one that what y'all shared was just so deep so passionate that it makes you believe that six years ago it makes you overlook the person that he is now because no one's the same person that they were six years ago you know so it, it was just like uh like I did not like his character and the way, and it seems like they intentionally, even though, you know, we're going to talk about what she did to the other people in her life. It seems like they intentionally had her fuck over this great guy to get to this fuck boy who you knew was coming. And I'm like, I definitely did not see him as being in game. And that's why I say, I think Nick would have been a better choice as her meeting after he fucked her over, like her at a bar, exactly the way they did it her at a bar having a drink and then she meets Nick and leading into season two. And if they would have spent this season trying to make us believe that there was something redeemable or likable about Murphy, um, then maybe, but it all, it all seemed a little bit rushed. And I agree with you. My choice, I, I, I wrote down that Z, it, like question mark, is Z really in game? Because out, out of the men, he's the one that she seemed to have the most chemistry off of. Like, he was the sleeper. He was the subtle one. It was like, oh, okay, so it, they do have chemistry. Like, it, it's there. So is it going to grow or blossom into something more? I, I could see that. But, oh, sorry I wasn't the only one that saw it. Yes. No, you weren't. <laughs> you, you definitely were not. I was like, hey, maybe Z. Like, And I know this is based off a book. I don't know if it's, a, it's an adaptation from a book. I don't know if it's a book series or just one book, but we'll see. Um. Now, I did, and I also loved her best friends. I loved Tyler and Rachel. Um, I loved the friendship until she went along and fucked it up. But I, I do love, um, what did you think about Tyler and Rachel? Oh, I loved them. I mean, granted, they were a little cliche. Um, but ultimately, I did I did like her friendships that she had. Um I thought they were great. Like I loved Rachel, um, her kind of figuring out who she is, but then at the same time, okay. So can I just say when she's kind of like, she's trying to do the least amount of work, but then she knows how to do her job and everything. And I was like, she reminds me a little bit of Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) At the day job. Yes. Yes. Like I was just like, I'm watching Rachel. And I'm just like, she's strong-minded. You know, she about her business. She knows how to do her job. She knows she's absolutely phenomenal at her job. But at the same time, this is not what she really wants to do. So she's going to do what she needs to do in order to be left alone. <laughs> and I was just like, that's Eddie. <laughs> at the day job. At the day job, y'all. <laughs> that can be Eddie. But um, but yeah, I, I, I did love her um, her strength. Um, I also liked that she figured herself out, but I, I kind of feel like it worked on her figuring herself out while she kind of like fell in love a little bit with Justin. Um, I really liked that. Like kind of like she didn't let go of like her strength or anything. It's not like she all of a sudden became real soft. Cause you know, sometimes when they do shows like that with a strong female character and then all of a sudden she falls in love and she starts to change, all of a sudden she gets really soft. Like, you know, so she, she doesn't show her strength as much or, you know, she caters more to um, the male counterpart. But for, for this one, I feel like her discovering herself, she still had her strength. Um, she still did things that, you know, she felt remorse for, remorse for at the end or guilty of um, at the end when she tried to like, you know, make up for it when it came to Justin. And then, but with Tyler, I like Tyler and him being part of the friend circle, but I feel like when it came to Tyler's personal life, like he fucked it up for no reason. If that makes any sense. Like, I, 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 that confused me a little bit on how he just like fucked up his personal life um, off of what was going on in his professional life. Like it, it didn't fully click for me or make sense to me um, on him needing to do that or unless it was just so they can make him single and, you know, him and his boyfriend could break up and then all of a sudden he's single going into the second season if they get it. But 
yeah but other than that the friendship wise um I thought it was really good yeah um I loved Rachel um obviously I saw the similarities too we're we're clicking on this one more than we're not um I said the same thing like I loved her pragmatic her pragmatism um about you know the right and you know I related to the whole wanting to be a writer thing Mm-hmm. And not necessarily quitting the day job until she had that case, that nest egg, you yeah. know? Um, and so it's like, okay. So I felt that deep in my, in deep in my soul. And I loved when she went off on his peep on Justin's people for being a quote unquote struggling artist. And she's like, oh yeah, y'all really struggling surviving off of Justin and his daddy's money, you know? Um, you're in this really gorgeous block that's paid for by Justin, but yet you're struggling and judging everyone else. Like, I love that. And she was like, don't, don't go off with him. You can't make fun of him. I'm the only one who can go off with him. <laughs> like, so I love that. Um, I loved Justin. Um, you thought he was just going to be this fuck up from the beginning, but he was actually probably the most romantically mature person. Like, I loved him. I, I did like his character, and I thought that he and Rachel brought out the best in each other. Um, you know, uh, he he even though he was perfect for her, he was still a little flawed. He still had some, you know, he he was just a nice all around, well rounded character. So, and I I truly loved at the end where you know where she tried to give him back the toothbrush, and he's like, "So what does this mean? Do you want to be with me? I know where I stand with you." And he wasn't asking her to give up anything he wasn't asking her to you know and she was just like I don't know you know she, he was just basically asking her to treat him with more respect um I get that he fucked up big with the email but it was an accident we've all sent we, we've all sent the, t- the wrong text to the wrong person um and I you know and because I guess the job it had been disclosed previously it wasn't a big deal as far as HR goes. They just had to amend that paper. But I also understand um, how she felt like everyone was looking at her now in in the in the in the in the firm. So I mean, I understand both sides of it. But you know, at this point, if you just kept it on the low and signed the and signed the release, but um, so I love how he just didn't accept her. I don't know and go with the status quo. So um, I look if they do get a second season, I look forward to 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 seeing what happens with Rachel. I think she was one of the most interesting characters. And I wholeheartedly agree with you, with Tyler. Um, I loved that, you know, I loved his story. And I felt like it was real because so many times it falls on us as the Black person um, to always be the one to speak out or suffer in silence, even when there are other minorities around. Like, that was probably one of my favorite uh, episodes the one where they were after retreat and homeboy was just telling those jokes. I thought that was probably one of the best written, most realistic um, of, of, of this, of this show. I, I really thought that episode and especially the way his, the way he reacted to it. Like when he first told, I forgot the dude's name. What was the dude's name? Oh, Dan. Yeah. When he first told Dan and Dan was like, Oh, okay. And something told me it can't be that easy. It, yeah. It, and so when he went back and he started making all those jokes and you're just looking around like, what the fuck? And then you see everybody else like kind of laughing. And it's just like, what the, what the entire fuck? And well, so being surrounded this- by a whole group of white people and seeing all your white colleagues finding it hilarious. hilarious. While all your of your the people of color is looking at each other like, what the fuck? Fuck. Fuck. Y'all, y'all see this too, right? Kind of. Yeah, like I'm not the only one, but yeah. So I thought that was just so realistic, and I was just like, okay. And then, um, especially when HR is doing the the review, and the people are coming in, and you're seeing the different perspectives, and how, oh, it was just a joke. Oh, it was fun. Ha ha. You know. Um, I, and then his own, from his own mindset, Dan's own mindset, I was educating them. I did them a favor. What? But, but you know that to see the white people, or like when that guy, one of their friends who looked at it as in, I never would have known about any of white fragility and everything if he hadn't done it. And I was just like, oh, that, oh my gosh. Yeah, I consider that to be perfect. I'm going to agree with you. Because like, when you realize he thought that he was like, yo, I, I, I learned. That was like proving Dan's point. 
Yeah, and and then you know Dan is the liberal. His dad is the hot shot or his stepfather or whatever. His mom is old is old money East Coast liberal, quote unquote. So what we call Austin liberal, you and I. Um, and and then his dad is his stepfather is what some hot shot uh, Hollywood attorney. So you know he's liberal. He's the quote unquote woke white dude. And I'm just like, oh gosh, like that it 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 just hit perfectly. And I thought that they went too far when they made all of that extra crap spill into his life. It's like, okay, you can have a professional awakening and your your professional life can be blown up because you took a stand and you did this, which, you know, considering that was also very realistic. But the part about his love, blowing up his personal life, like, I didn't see it because it, besides them being very busy, um, two professional career professionals we didn't see any tension anything that would lead us to believe that there were these troubles between him and his boyfriend you know like like if you're going to do that let us let us see the troubles like okay even when he cheated you almost understood because he was in just that fragile place from losing his job he was drunk so okay but like have him live with that for a season or have him live with that guilt or have it come back to bite him later on when he's out with his boyfriend but give us more than just having that all of a sudden be the reason why he blows up his whole life like I thought that just came out way out of left field like you didn't give us any indication that there was trouble that there were troubles there that this was what was going to happen so I thought that was a bit far-fetched I agree with you on that but um I, but yeah, but other than that, I do love Tyler. Tyler was like amazing. Um, I lo- and I, again, I loved it when he called him. What did he say? He's the fuck boy, fuck boy, or something. Something he said about him just being a fuck boy to a whole different on a whole different level. Yeah, um, but he, he kept doing different statements, calling him a fuck. It was different types of fuck boys that he was calling him throughout the show. And I was just like, yeah. And then at the end, he's like, I told you he was a fuck boy. He's like, that has never changed. Um. But so what did you think about what she did to get to, because it all comes back to Tyler and that night. Um, I thought it was just fucked up how she so, did not have it back. I'm going to, I'm going mean, to do this from, I'm going to do this from a black perspective. Okay. Okay. Um, Cause there's two ways to look at it, but I'm going to do this from a black perspective first. Okay. Um, I'm looking at it as in when we think about people of color, there's such a concept as a model minority. And when we look at model minorities, those would be the Asian Americans, right? Considered to be the model minority. And their stereotypes are sometimes considered to be more positive than the other minorities. And so when I looked at it, I was just like, that makes sense. Because even as you go through shit, you don't go through the shit Tyler goes through. Being, Especially being the intersection of gay and black. Yes. You 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 will never fully get it because I I feel sometimes that it can be seen as maybe Asian Americans, and I'm not saying all of them, I'm just saying it can be seen as Asian Americans are more likely to go along to get along and that's how I felt Ingrid was right she had a goal and she is she was willing to do whatever was necessary to reach that goal because that was the American dream that her parents instilled in her and then I feel like when it comes to Tyler his parents instilled in him oh yeah we got an American dream but you don't let nobody fuck all over you now Okay, you call that shit out because that's how we live. And I think like that's what was portrayed in the show. I understand Ingrid. I don't agree with it. I don't think it was right. I think that she betrayed her friends and Rachel for Rachel to call her out and be like, you, you betrayed him. You threw him under the bus for a partnership that you didn't even fucking get in the end. They played you in the end, which is what Tyler was trying to say in the jump. They are never going to give it to us. He said that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. He said it. 
as soon as that whole thing happened when he was trying to leave and she was trying to talk him down and he was just and he basically said they're never going to work with us they're never going to accept us so it's a great thing that she left with him when he was leaving the retreat but then she kind of reverted back to you know she, she just reverted back to kind of stifling it down and going along to get along um, rather than like standing her ground on you're an Asian American. And then to see them screw you over like in real time, like, can I just say how like it was horrible what Marty did to her at that banquet? Oh, my. yeah. But here's my oh. thing. I feel like if that had been Tyler, right, and he's up there and they're like, oh, we wrote you a speech, he'd have been reading ahead and as soon as they got to the part that he ain't agree with, he was like, oh, no, I'm not reading that. <laughs> like, it would have been an automatic stop. It would have been an automatic stop. So, like, you continuing to read as you know you saying bullshit, that, like, I just, I just feel like from a black perspective it's kind of like I can understand Tyler like going off and snapping and like being about that and Ingrid kind of like going back and be like I still have a goal and my parents instilled in me that you know this is how white people are so I'm going to just go along to get along because I have a goal I'm make, making partner he promised me partner like kind of thing you know um, that, that was all it was about but from uh, just people of color and we're all in this together thing like I felt they forgave her too quickly too yeah like I agree um I, I think you you summed it up perfectly um we all have different experiences we may all be minorities and there's some things that we experience the same but uh there there are ultimately some things that no matter who you are you will not understand about what this other group has personally have to suffer or endure so I get that um and from 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 this perspective of I, I understand being career-minded and having your career goals but that you know the fact that she was willing to pay that price and did not understand why they were so mad at her um it's almost like she she didn't understand it's almost like she treated this like oh it, it was just a, a simple miscommunication or a simple misunderstanding. Like in a, in the midst of trying to make it up, um, even though you know Rachel doesn't really like to celebrate her birthday, she she celebrates it with you two. That is the tradition. Y'all y'all do this thing. It is the tradition, and you couldn't even be bothered to take yeah. her, her cake. You Ooh. know your best friend on her birthday. You know, and even Nick was like, but it's her birthday. You know, we come, we came, we saw, we did the whole thing. Let's go to her birthday. You know, and you were like, no. So it's just like every little thing. So the culmination, I think the blow up was just the culmination of all these things of you being so singularly focused. And it's like you have, and I think someone asked her, is this what, is this what you really want? Like, is it really worth what you're doing to all the people in your life? And then do you think that you can come back from that? You know, um, and I agree with you. I, I don't, I don't know that I would have been able to, I mean, of course, over the show, I think it's what, a period of about a year that passes through the, through the time yeah. loop. Um, so, and they spent a good part of that year not speaking. Um so, you know, but it, it, it was a lot. Even her apology left a little bit to be desired. And I think sometimes um, even as friends, um, even as the best of friends, we all still like to hear, I'm sorry. Um, you just showing up sometimes is not enough. You need to say the words. You need to, you know. Um, and I think that they just kind of glossed over that a little bit too easily. Like, oh, he finally picks up the phone and agrees to meet her. And then he's like, oh, I know. I get it. You know, like, it's okay. No, it's not. Let her apologize. Let her, I'm not saying make her beg. I'm not saying make her grovel. But let her, make, make her speak the words. Make her truly say it. Even though you understand it. Even though you know. Let her know that she still needs to say it. So um, I get that. And, I, you know, I love Rachel for being a ride or die, even though she had her own issues with it. But Rachel 
Rachel pretty much got them out when she went off on her about her birthday and then when she went off on her about the other stuff and when she called and just tried to gloss over it when she's like oh you want to go get me any petties I have the spot and she's like no I'm good you know so Rachel was like she was standing she was standing tall with Tyler even though he still he wasn't at the firm anymore um so now you're right she did not get the at ultimately she did not get the uh the partnership so was it all worth it um I'm not surprised that she didn't get get it because Tyler called it at the beginning so was that surprising to you um no so you knew that she wasn't going to get it like it was a definite she wasn't going to get it when they did not suspend Dan like I, I knew they weren't going to give it to her when they refused to suspend Dan because ultimately is the bottom line. And so, and, and then when you look at the other Asian woman, right. And just kind of like how she was like, you can kind of tell like she was all like on her own, kind of like chilling on the side. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was obvious that um, she wasn't going to make partner. Now I was a little, I, I was a little thrown that they gave it to Jeff until the very end when you realize how he got it. But um, I was a little thrown when um, they gave it to Jeff. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have been, but I was. I was too. Like, I I was thrown because out of three positions and the, as hard as she worked, like, she was a damn good lawyer. She was damn good at her job. And she did get them with their biggest client in, in M&A. And she worked, she busted her ass for that. So, and when you realize that there were three partnerships available for that division, it was like, okay, you knew the other one because uh, his, you knew Dan was going to get it because of the, all the money he brought in and his connections. You knew the other one was going to get it because his, his father-in-law or whoever called in that favor and he brought in a big client. Like, this, was he the one that brought in the defense department or something at the end? Whatever, whatever big client he brought in at the end, you knew that was you knew that was going to get him his partnership. So it was her, and I'm like, okay, Jeff. But I was like, what? And I was thinking, okay, maybe it was Victoria. That's what I thought. I knew he was going to screw her over, but I thought first when he got the partnership, I thought Victoria had threatened to pull her her money from mm-hmm. her business if he hadn't if if he didn't get it. So I thought Victoria was still caping for him. I knew he was going to screw her over, but I thought he was going to end. I thought it would have more to do with Victoria as in him and Victoria still hooking up on the low. I had no idea that he was going to do that. Like tell about her being arrested when she was basically covering for her sister when her sister got her arrested, which speaking of forgiving too easy. Oh, her sister, man, she needed an ass whooping. I would have beat oh, she the did. bricks off I that bitch. I would have beat the bricks off of her. And then she went to say, sidebar, she went to say, I'm the way I'm a fuck up because y'all allowed me to be a fuck up. So what else do you expect me to, bitch? Oh, Get your shit oh. together on your own. Why, why I gotta push you, push you through? Don't you see what they did to the, what the parents did to your sister? You, you want that pressure too? Girl, I would have beat the bricks off of her. That's all I gotta say about her sister. I would have beat her ass. That was, that forgiveness was too easy. That was the forgiveness that was way, way too easy. You got me arrested. You stole my identity. You stole my, my at the time, my fiance's dead mother's family heirloom earrings. To and I thought they were yours. You looked at those earrings and thought they were your sister's? And, even, and, that, and to me, that line made it worse. You thought they were mine, so it was okay to steal from me? Like, it would have been better if you thought they were, if you knew you were stealing from Ken. That would have made it so much, not not that it would have been acceptable, but that would have been more palatable. You thinking you're, you're stealing from the rich white billionaire than me, your hardworking sister. Like that, I was like, oh, bitch, that just makes it so much worse. I would have beat her ass. Okay, that's, 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 that's our feelings for the sister. But so once she got arrested for all that, Murphy promised, he swore not to tell, that he would never tell. And then... They almost, so when the time that her and Murphy finally hook up and they get together, 
did you believe it or were you just more accepting of it because it was like you knew this is where it was gonna go on them getting together yeah you just knew like that it, was and ultimately that was her that was her end her personal end game throughout the whole entire show was to get with murphy like she she felt she fell for the okie doke from the jump so i was just waiting for the moment where like um they would get together i just didn't think she would cheat on nick i don't know why but i i i thought they would have broken up and then she would have automatically got or maybe just a kiss like she did at the what was it was it the retreat i think um, or just the kiss and then breaking up, you and Nick break up because you realize you don't want the same things and then you get with Murphy. I didn't know it was going to be a whole sex thing that was not sexy, okay? I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Like I, I, like I said, I, I definitely, if we if we had to choose between the two, I, I, I think she had more chemistry, more in common. Nick was just, and you know, I'm usually the one that goes for the first love bad boy type dude, but I couldn't ride with Murphy. I was just like, oh, God, no. Um, so I, I agree with you. But um, so him, so how he got the internship was that basically he he blew up her life. He told um, that she, or how he got the partnership is he, he, told, he revealed to the firm that she had been arrested. Um, even though he knew the circumstances and the charges and that it was a false arrest and all that shit. So I wonder when he did it. Do you think he did it after she left? No, he had to have done it before in order to get the partnership, huh? I think he did it on his way to get her. Damn. So you, damn. You so he did it after she called him. Yeah, like I I feel that. Um, trying to figure out like how to get her out. He probably called up Marty, told Marty what happened. And that is the reason why, like after when she says, don't tell anybody, don't don't tell anybody about this. He'd already told Marty. So they were good because he didn't tell nobody else after that. He kept his promise. <laughs> so, they, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was just like, oh, you know, he was so. shady like that. Come on now. At the end, you could, yo. And yeah. I want I want to, you know what? I would only want a second season just to see how she gets through that bullshit after you you rose this this dude up all season about all this this amazing connection y'all had even though he was a fuck boy from the jump and now look what that fuck boy did to you. Thank you, like dude, <laughs> like you you lost everyone in your life at one point except for. Fuck boy in that fuck boy job. Like you, mm-hmm. you, your life was full of fuckery. You had a fuck boy and you had a fuck it job. Like that's it. But that's the fuckery you wanted. Like, um, so okay, so she resigned after she didn't get the partnership. She finally like wised up, I guess. Um, what did you think about the twist at the end about her then having to go back to be some corpse lawyer? And then Marty's still forcing her to work. And at this point, because he's partner, technically he would be her boss, even though she's the lead on this. So I, I like, I'm glad, like, I don't like the fact that she's going back to the law firm. I think if you really want to do something different. Okay, so my whole mindset was when, Tyler was talking to, um, oh my God, what's the dude's name? Um, Baldo. When Tyler was talking to Valdo about like doing a collective, right, for all of these, you know, designers, these street designers and everything like that. In my head, I was like, oh my God, that should be you, Rachel, and Ingrid. <laughs> like, oh my God, you know what? We are so in sync because I thought the same thing. I thought okay. that they were going to start their own boutique law Yes, and like, take Suncorp with them. Take Suncorp, take Maggie Move, whatever that was. Wujay, who was hilarious, yeah. by the way. I loved her because she had. they had the three biggest clients. Well, even though the fashion collective wasn't a client, but that could have been the, the foundation for their luxury brand, their luxury whatever. Yeah, that could have right? been Ty- that could have been Tyler's thing because he's all about that. And then you could have, you know, you, you would have been competition. I think that would have been the only thing that would have been crazy would 
be that they wouldn't have the resources that the law firm did have um, when it came to like Suncorp and everything like that. But I think that they could have built it around Suncorp. But yeah, yeah, like, well, they would have had Suncorp. Jay definitely would have taken the the farm business, Maggie, whatever. Jay would have followed Rachel. Um, well, no, I'm just talking about like the like oh, the actual resources the, of the law the, firm, the, like the, yeah, the paralegals and everything like that. They wouldn't have had, but with New Leaf there, um, Suncorp, like I think I think they could have been, you know, they could have quickly moved up the power chain, kind of. Yeah, you could have gotten it. Justin probably would have left. Like you could have, you could have built a, a very comfortable boutique law firm. You would have had the financial resources to get the staffing that you need to help you with your bigger clients. Z-Man would have been way understanding because, you know, he's not about that whole corporate bullshit anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they were going to start their own, like, boutique law firm or something. So I was like, so I'm like, okay, this cannot be, like, she really cannot be going back. And that's when I'm like, you need to talk to the people in your life. Is Z knew really, truly everything that happened? He wouldn't because force you back there. He wouldn't force you back there because he because when they said that they weren't going to take you back, he was like, oh, I'm Suncorp now. So do you want me to take my business elsewhere? Like, she's our lawyer. She's our liaison. She's our case. Like, so he, he's basically made it clear without you, Suncorp is gone. Now, it could be that if she's the main lawyer, no matter who, where Murphy is, no matter where these partners are, at the end of the day, Z-Man would only work with her. So that would ultimately make it that he would have the power to make sure that she made partner in the following year. But again, like, you know, I think she would want it, but really is that what you want to go back to that racist environment because no i don't believe the nonsense that she told tyler where it's an inch by inch move and then one day they'll be at the top and they can make changes no no changes will happen it doesn't matter how high you go up because it's the white man's game in that law firm and that lets you know that from the fact that dan is now a partner in that law firm. They won't change anything. It doesn't matter how high up you go. So I think ultimately if she was to go some, I would just be very disappointed. But then again, I feel like that's true to course. Like, I don't think that she would go anywhere else. I think that she will go back to that law firm. Yeah, like that, to me, I'm with you. I was like, dude, when she was telling Ty, I'm like, do you really believe that? Like, you don't, you didn't see how deep the misogyny and the racism runs at that place? You think you, one little Asian woman, is going to be able to change that when the previous, the, the last generation's version of you, you see what they've done to her and how they sidelined her and how bitter and horrible it made her. So I was just like, man, you know, but so, all right, I guess we've talked about. So what would you, do you think there should be a season two? And if so, I guess we've already kind of talked about the things we hope to see. So yay or nay on season two? Nay. Nay. Um, I'm gonna go yay. I I I think I think it would give them a chance to improve some of the um, and fill some of the holes um in the story. I think it, it would give them a good chance to because it's not bad. So they do have room for growth and they have they laid a pretty decent foundation to grow up on. Um I think they need to find her. The Murphy dream should be over. I, I don't want seasons or another season of this back and forth between them. He fucked it up. In the real world, Murphy is, a, he, he did what he did. It's over. Um, so I'm okay with the season two. Um, what are you going to rate it? Um, so if I take away the fact that I consider the really bad acting to be from Arden Cho, who had no emotions whatsoever, she just did not act well in this show whatsoever but if I just go off of the concept and did I enjoy the show if I take out the fact you know of her you know her lack of acting abilities um I'm gonna give the show a 3.25 um I did enjoy the show once I watched it straight through um I just kind of had to get over you know my disappointment in the lead actor or actress the lead actress and 
once I got over the disappointment of her acting abilities, it was an enjoyable show. I did enjoy watching the show. Um, I would only want a second season if she had less of a role, but you know that wouldn't happen because she's the star of the show. So 3.25 is what I'm going to give Partner Track. What about you, Eddie? Hey, you really don't like her. Um, she can't act. I, I'm sorry. She can't act. I gave it a 3.5. Um, I I liked it. You know, like I said, um, I, I obviously didn't find the acting to be as... Uh, uh, abominable as you did, I guess that's the word of the day. But um, uh, but you know, like I said, we we tended to agree more so um, on this one than we disagreed about a lot of things. Um, so I I I would go for a second season. I give it a three point five. Um, I think there's room for growth. Um, I I agree with you on some of the things where I think she was really stiff and she could have used. They could have called for more emotion. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if that's lack of acting ability or just you know direction. I have no idea, but we will see. Because there were other scenes where you know it was good, and I love the fashion. Like she had. Some oh yes, I wrote outfits. that down as well. I I love the fashion sidebar. Amazing outfit. So, all right. Um, you got anything else to add before we close this puppy out? No, I think I think we really summed it up very well. All right. So that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Please be sure to like, listen, follow, and comment wherever you stream your favorite podcast. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at thepopcornwinddown.com. That's it. That's the plug. Pop, 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 pop. Thank you for joining us um, as always. And be sure to tune in next week when we discuss, I cannot wait for this, The Woman King starring the one, the only, Viola fucking Davis. <laughs> I'm excited about that one. Are you excited about that one? I am. I am. I definitely want to see it because I hear there's already controversy with it. Ah, oh, shit. Well, all right. Well, we'll have to talk about that next week. So until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace out.